0: Hello, Bryans, and possibly not Brian's. This is All the Brian's where a Brian interviews Bryans. And this Brian is one of the Brian's who just happened to be walking down Bedford Avenue one Sunday afternoon when I was set up with a sign that said, If your name is Brian, get interviewed for a podcast. <laughs> and so for like an interesting compilation of all the answers from all the other Brian's I interviewed on the street that day, and more of the backstory about that, uh, check out the episode called All the Brian's on Bedford Avenue. But despite this chance encounter, this episode's Brian ended up turning into a full interview with some great stories about all the changes on the ground in Brooklyn because he's a project manager for a construction company and a native New Yorker who also spent some maybe crazier
1: time working in the diamond industry. My name is Brian. I'm a project manager for a construction company here in Brooklyn.
0: Oh, wow. Interesting. How would you describe project management for a construction company? Uh, Ryan's out there that don't know like what that job entails
1: so um, my main thing is uh, running a lot of lines phone lines internet lines and new buildings and a lot of old buildings so uh, you know anything from a hundred year old you know walk-up building that needs uh, basically new infrastructure put in uh, security cameras phone lines things like that to uh, a lot of new construction actually a lot of new construction in this neighborhood so
0: oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
1: interesting stuff it's a lot of cool stuff yeah
0: so every uh, like every week is different you're kind of like well
1: no I have I have my me I have like a probably about four or five projects at the moment that I'm managing Does there's someone else in the company managing a couple other projects Yeah. So
0: do you work on-site a lot of times? Yeah, I'm on-site. Okay, you're on-site. Yeah,
1: I used to be more in the office originally, but um, the last two, three years I've been more on-site, like, focused on... The actual job site, yeah.
0: And, and how long would you say like the average job takes from your, your standpoint, like in, in your workflow?
1: So I've seen I've seen some projects that were multiple unit buildings go up very quickly, like in a matter of months, eight, nine months. And then I've seen, you know, brownstone renovations take yeah. uh, two years. You know, it's just a matter of funding and, um, you know, it just really depends on the developers or the owners and what, you know, what they're trying to push, what they're trying to get out of the building. Yeah. So definitely a lot of changes. Just in the last four or five years being in this industry, I've seen so many things just like change a lot, you know. So uh, the boom is happening.
0: So you work basically. Your employer is a specific construction company. Is that
1: it? Yeah. So my employer has some real estate properties of his own, uh-huh. and um, they're a group. So it's a uh, it's actually a family owned thing. And uh, and yeah, uh, as part of that, it's also construct. We're a contractor basically. So we're brought in by uh, larger development groups, and you know they hire us on a per per job site basis. I guess you know. Yeah. And then we offer them service after the project's done. So. You know, yeah, anything from putting Wi-Fi in public places to um, you know supplying you with internet or intercoms in your in your building, whatever the case is. Yeah.
0: So, is there any type of jobs that like uh, like you kind of hate having to work on, or are, are some jobs like always way better than others?
1: Definitely. Um, There are a lot of people that are very cutthroat in this industry right now, right? Because they're getting money, they're getting, you know, some sort of a loan, and they have to really fit it within that budget in order to, like, refinance or whatever the scheme is that they're trying to pull, Uh to pull equity out of the building once it's done. Um, And that's the thing. I I really like it when I'm doing a project for someone who uh, really takes pride in providing housing for people... It, whether it's brooklyn or manhattan those are the primary areas we work in but when i'm dealing with a guy that really has no uh let's let's just call it love really for <laughs> More, the neighborhood yeah moral, fiber. <laughs> yeah moral fiber that's when it you know at the end of the day i question myself and say you know ethically am i like you know, am i doing the right thing here you know like what's my job about you know like what's my role in life am i like Part of the displacement of people, or am I like part of yeah. the like yeah. improvement of an of an area? You know what I mean.
0: So, have you had any? Uh, I, I, I have to imagine there's probably some been some memorable uh, instances of like. Things going horribly wrong on site and these installations
1: and things like that. Do yeah. you have any good stories uh, of the? Um. <laughs> so. Yeah, there are plenty. Um, you know, walking onto a job site, uh, sometimes employees, let's say, completely overlook something, and the stage of construction is uh, almost finishing. So you need to run wires, and you're trying to do it in a way so that the GC, the general con, so the boss on the job site, doesn't notice that you know you're making uh, maybe 20 or 30 holes in his wall and trying to like patch. <laughs> (laughs) things up very quickly and uh yeah there's a lot of stress involved in that making sure everything's done properly because uh you know you want to get paid really at the end of the day yeah but um yeah just a lot of uh you know inspections like for instance elevator inspections are very big uh in new york there's a lot of things that the city do to make life a little more difficult um but you know it's justified a lot of times so yeah there's a lot of there's some funny uh stories you know but uh (laughs) It's, it's interesting, There, uh, you know, I work a lot with um, the Hasidish community. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's if, if you're yeah. In Brooklyn, for sure. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of loopholes that I've learned about myself that I didn't <laughs> know existed, but... Is there uh,
0: anything you can mention, or you'd rather not share it? <laughs> uh,
1: put it this way, everyone who seems like they're pretty oblivious um to what's going on is not oblivious i mean they prep a lot they do a lot of preparation they know what the inspectors are coming in to do they know what the questions are going to be asked and everyone's pretty much prepared or taught as to you know what to say and how to respond and there are you know i don't want to incriminate myself but there are a lot of uh there's a lot of things that don't get detected that probably should but uh that's you know that's New York, I guess. That's the construction industry in New York.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't say I'm surprised at all.
1: <laughs> no, um, but, uh, it's just it's just an interesting time right now to be in New York and be a, a be a, around. I guess the real estate boom that's really taking place, um, definitely bigger than it was 10 years ago. You know, 2007, 2008 was also a really crazy time but right now i i I don't see an end in sight i mean a lot of people would probably agree with me you know a lot of people have like their own speculation like oh it's gonna collapse this year a lot of people were saying last winter but uh, you know, buildings are still getting sold. I think a building right up the block just got sold. Oh yeah, especially uh, around
0: here, it looks like there's no signs of stopping.
1: No, they're opening up an an Apple store here on Bedford Avenue, yeah, or just down r- the block, block away, right? Yeah, they're opening up a BMW dealership oh, really? a few blocks away from here on Kent. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, they're they're putting up a lot of things here and uh, we'll see. I guess we'll see in 10 years from now what kind of a community uh, exists really, you know? Like what how, the, big a,
0: how big is your like average team that goes out on their work sites and stuff?
1: Um so I man, I oversee about 10 um uh, technicians or employees, whatever you want to call them, and uh, on any job site, some days it will be just two guys or four guys working on a on a job site. Generally, no more no more than four at a time. It's not really necessary to have more than that. So.
0: And what kind of hours is this? Is it just like around the clock work? Is it construction. Oh, no, this is this kind of, is this is so, uh,
1: like yeah. So a stuff? lot of a lot of general a lot of contractors will be up at seven eight o'clock in the morning uh, on a job site already and be out by four. With us, it's really more like nine to five nine to six, things like that. Um, it's not too bad, yeah. it's not bad. I, I don't complain about the hours. I really like being involved in the construction industry, so it, to me I don't really count up the hours. You know what I mean?
0: So where do you live in New York? Are you living in the middle of a boom somewhere, neighborhood?
1: I, I live in Brooklyn, um, I've been in Brooklyn, I'm, I'm originally from Queens, but I've been in Brooklyn now since 2007, 2006 maybe. Okay. And uh yeah, my area was very untouched for a long time. It's still not really um touched, but um it, you're starting to see a few blocks north of me a lot of uh different let's just call it a different crowd moving in, you know. Uh and rents are going up tremendously. Property values are going up at an alarming rate. That's, you know, that's, that's what happens, you know, that's Brooklyn right now, so. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, okay, so what's, so your background, you're, you're a New Yorker. Yeah. How did you, uh, how did you get into your particular uh, industry then?
1: Uh, I used to work in another very New York industry called um, the Diamond District. I used to work on 47th oh, Street really? in Manhattan. Oh, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, so I worked for a startup there uh, in a friend of mine's company, and it was great. I learned a lot. Um, and you know i i I, I sort of started falling out of love with uh that i was in that for about four almost five years and um through some people there that were really honest people i sort of like lost a lot of faith uh in that industry a lot of ethic a lot of ethic Uh, i was questioning myself ethically a lot I, I can imagine yeah. the
0: diamond industry. It? Yeah,
1: it's uh, a lot of ups and downs and a lot of, wait, should I really be doing this, you know? Uh, you know, you feel like you're uh, one-upping your customers a lot. And uh, and eventually I got connected through some people there that were, you know, had a hand in, in jewelry, but were starting to shift over into other industries such as construction. So they, uh, you know, they, uh, they made the connection and I jumped in, I took some classes. Um, At Baruch, which is my alma mater, and um, I got into it, and I I think I'm gonna stick with it for now, you know I'd rather do this than be like an agent or a broker Personally, I just feel like so cutthroat in that
0: So do you plan on staying in uh, New York then for the foreseeable future?
1: You know, that's a really tough question a lot of my friends and myself are asking a lot of my friends are getting married or have been married I'm
0: curious cuz like uh, you know you meet a lot of people that aren't from New York in New York, but like, so it's interesting to know what someone who's born and raised in New York, like, what, do they plan on staying then, or are they also, fa- you know, fantasize about settling down somewhere outside?
1: So that so this is like such a deep topic because um, there are like so many people. Um, that would probably say you know oh I like New York 20 years ago so much has changed you know like New York but like let's be honest New York 20 or 30 years ago wasn't exactly a great place um, to a certain extent there were certain things that were not you know you didn't want to raise a family in certain areas and now um, that's becoming more um, possible you know the the, cap- the 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 possibilities of raising your your children in a better safer environment are, are coming up left and right and why wouldn't you as a as a parent or somebody new to New York want to move to, let's say, a place like Williamsburg or Greenpoint. But to me personally, um, you know, I I don't know. I I would like space and I think, you know, my girlfriend and I have really discussed uh, maybe in a few years moving out of New York or, you know, maybe moving to an area where there's more space. Of course. All right,
0: so what's your favorite and least favorite thing about living in New York?
1: Uh, Okay, so my favorite thing about New York is definitely the diversity uh the sense of community that you really can't find elsewhere and no matter what your background is or if you're more religious or spiritual or whatever really you whatever really drives you there's something you can find here what I don't um, like probably is the affordability aspect, as far as like being able to choose where you want to live. So you know, 20, 30 years ago, if you were in the punk rock scene and wanted to live in the Lower East Side, that's what you did. If you were an artist and you wanted to live in Chelsea, that's what you did. If you, you know, wanted to raise a family and move to Midwood or Flatbush, that's you know what you did. But now it's, it's, now where you live has more to do with what you can afford than what kind of a community you want to bring your kids up in or what you want to be exposed to. So that's probably yeah, something that, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, let's, let's just dive now into the Brian questions.
1: Go for it. All right, Shoot.
0: The starting one. Do you know why your parents named you Brian?
1: Uh, my, mo- my parents are from Israel, and my older brothers and sisters all had Israeli names. So my mother saw some actor <laughs> named Ryan, R Y A N, and she really was gung ho on naming me Ryan. Um, but my older, my siblings that were more Americanized at the time than I guess my parents were convinced her. Listen, Ryan is a very Irish name. We're Jewish. We're Israeli. Probably want to change it up a little bit, so they named me Brian. Okay. And uh,
0: and so and so spelling it with a Y probably stems from you almost being a, a, a Ryan.
1: Yes, yeah, (laughs) for sure. My mother wanted Ryan. They put a B in the beginning, so they made it Brian, 100%. Yep, that's how it went down, (laughs) basically. And it didn't really stick. My parents don't call me Brian. They call me by my my Hebrew name, by my Israeli name. And for work purposes, I use Brian, really. But a lot of people in my neighborhood call me by... uh, Wait,
0: so what is your Hebrew name?
1: So it's Ayal, Uh, A-Y-A-L. So a lot of people call me Ayal. The majority of people call me Ayal.
0: Okay, so uh, do you have siblings and... uh, well, what are
1: their names? If you do, I'm not gonna go into all my siblings' names here, but um, I have uh, I have uh, like a a Davi that was changed to David. I have an Erez that was changed to Eric. You know, so. I was trying
0: to see where Brian fits in. Amongst right. All so amongst other
1: names. the American names in the family, right? There's David, Eric, yeah. Amy, Brian, but it just didn't really stick for me. I guess you know. <laughs> uh,
0: have you named things?
1: Have I named things?
0: Pets, uh, kids, your car, your bike.
1: My first dog was named Rocky.
0: Nice. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. That's a great question. I uh, I guess Rocky and Peaches. I had a dog named Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> not a. Uh, that not, yeah. Nothing Rocky? nothing out of nothing out of the ordinary. I'm sure there's a lot of dogs named Rocky out there.
0: I like it. It's a old name. Yeah. Um, all right. Favorite Brian of all time and Brian you'd most like to meet. It's going to be different.
1: There's that football player, Brian McAllister, I think, is his name, right? Am I mixing that up? Okay. That's well, there's a
0: Brian Erlacher? Brian
1: it- Erlacher, Sorry. Brian Erlacher, Wow. Okay. Uh, as far as my favorite Brian of all time... Uh, I don't really know many famous Brian's. I, got it, you I want can it? pull up a cheat sheet. Che- okay, what's a cheat sheet?
0: Here we go. These are Brian's of note.
1: Alright, so, O'Brien oh, Brian De Palma. Okay, great. Uh, Brian Wilson, who's having a concert here yeah, tonight. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna check it out. Yeah, um, so I liked him. I liked the movie they made about him. And, uh, Brian Urlacher I see. Uh, the Rolling Stones' original guitarist was Brian Jones. I don't really know uh, most of these... Oh, Brian Lair, from the, uh, the, from, uh, okay, from NPR. Yeah.
0: Um, wait, so you, what, wait, well, who was uh, Brian Urlacher, that was your favorite or that your most on a meet? No,
1: that's a guy I guess I would meet because it just came to mind, Brian Urlacher, but okay. honestly I don't really know, I didn't know a lot of the people on this list, it just I needed to be refreshed of who's <laughs> <a> Brian.
0: <laughs> Alright, so now, so now what's your answer, meet and favorite?
1: Oh, okay. Brian Cranston, A, because his name has a Y in it, not an I, and secondly, um, I, you know, maybe it's cliche, but I thought Breaking Bad was pretty uh, badass. so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and probably like Brian the Palmer. Okay. Yeah.
0: Those are both very good answers. Yeah. So. Okay, so if you had to choose a first name other than Brian, this is a really tough question. What would it be? You have an answer. Yeah,
1: so I probably would have gone with. Uh, I questioned it a lot changing my middle name with my first name. So my first name is Brian, but I really uh, I had the option of changing it and I chose to just stick with it with Brian. But uh, probably maybe like Jacob or something. I don't know. Something like that. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't know.
0: It works. Yeah. Uh, so overall, do you think being a Brian has been a plus or a minus in your life?
1: I think it's been a plus for okay. sure. Um, it it just like adds to the you know. It just adds to the fact that I you know I'm a first generation American and names really don't matter at the end of the day. It's not about the name you have. I think it's about what you really really bring to the to the environment you're in. You know what I mean to to, to your community. So, a lot of people would be surprised like oh wow your first name's Ryan so like, you know. <laughs> doesn't really so, matter uh, to me.
0: Above all the Bryans you've met, have you noticed, have there been any common characteristics or personality traits that have been shared among them?
1: Uh, sure, I've met other Bryans. Uh, there was a Brian that I was friends with growing up. Um, I think he just finished med school or something. I'm not sure where he's at. But do I'm you think sure there's a,
0: any common shared personality traits that stem from uh, Bryans having the experience of being a Brian?
1: No, I can't. I can't. I can't really say that. I, I guess maybe I, I think that's what this the fact we could sit here and laugh. Or, out, yeah. yeah, the fact <laughs> we could sit here and discuss the name Brian is... Uh, I don't see any other Michael podcasts or anything like that. I so. mean, who
0: knows? I don't know. Maybe there is.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but no, Brian is a solid name. I don't think there were any bad guys in history named Brian.
0: Either, yeah. like, there were, no, there's, there's no, there were like, no people. Yeah, there's no jackasses bringing
1: the Brian right. down. Right. It's not Brian Trump, right? It's Donald Trump, so it's not yeah. right. <laughs> there's no There's no Brian There's no Brian associated with a bad character or someone no one really likes, but
0: right, it's been man. a pleasure. Very yeah, cool. Thanks for
1: coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you, man. Take care. pretty <laughs> well. All right. Yep.